Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe. That's spelled B-L-E-A-V and Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. That's Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. This is the show where we believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. This is normally where I introduce the legendary safety, Benny Blades, and I told you guys we are going to try to get this show done with Benny. But I got to tell you, Mr. Blades is running South Florida. I mean, he's running parks and schools and football and businesses. And this guy's got a ton going on. He's just doing big things. And we usually record on Wednesday night. Had some things pop up literally just kind of right before we got recording that he couldn't get around. We're going to do it this evening. Um, This is Thursday evening, and again, just real busy. I said, Benny, as you guys know, I've done this before. I got this. I'll take care of it. Now, we are trying to work out some things with Benny, with him just being so busy. We may have to change the day of the show. There are some things up in the air with the show that Benny's trying to figure out and see if he can still um, do it on a certain day or what's going to happen. So we're still trying to get that all figured out. We want to be consistent. We want you guys to listen here to the show. And there's nobody better to talk football with than number 36, Lions legendary safety, Benny Blades. I mean, he brings it every week, and he also bores me to death when he talks about those canes. Because you know it's all about that go blue here on the show. It's all about those Michigan Wolverines who, right before I'm recording, right after I'm recording here, live, are going to take on the Sparties in hoops. So I got to get this show done so I can watch my squad take out that green and white squad on hoops on the hard on the hardwood, hard court. So can't wait to watch some ball this evening, but wanted to bring you guys some Lions talk. Like I say, hopefully we'll get everything hashed out with any blades because, man, does he make me laugh. Man, is it fun to talk football with him. So hopefully we'll get all that going. But stay tuned because today I was going to ask Benny all about free agency, but we're still going to talk all about it. Kind of like what's the player's approach in free agency, you know? How does like an NFL negotiation go? I mean, we don't have Benny to tell us directly, but I'm going to give you my thoughts on it. I mean, we're going to talk about do do players just only care about getting pizzed or do they really care about the game? What what are the main things they want when it comes to free agency? We'll talk about what it looks like in 2021 and so much more here on the show. But you guys know how we do on the show. Before we get rolling, we got to get our great sponsors in here. And one of our great sponsors has been with the show basically since we started it out is betonline.ag. So football might be over, but the NBA, college hoops, 
and hockey, the NHL, are in full swing. I mean, it's the only place you should be betting on these sports is at betonline.ag. This is where Benny normally tells you about going to the pay window or losing some potato chips or not having that line yap. Still kind of don't know what that means, but he usually would tell you a funny story. He's not here today. I really don't have a story to tell you, but I know you got to go to betonline.ag. And the reason I know why is because they got everything under the sun that you can put a little uh, cheddar down on. I mean, they even let you bet on award shows, TV shows, reality TV. I mean, seriously? Uh, bet Online has hundreds of props and real-time odds. It's just uh, almost anything you can imagine. And, of course, they're 24 24- our online casino as well. I mean, that's always there for you if you want it. Um, I mean, head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50%. They're giving you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. We thank betonline.ag so much for sponsoring the podcast. Now, let's get into it right now. Let's talk some free agency. So I was really excited to talk to Benny because I wanted to hear kind of, you know, in 1997, Benny decided to move away from the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions decided for him that it was time for him to move away. I don't know exactly how that went down, but it probably was just time. I mean, he had been with the team since 88. Obviously became a really good player, high draft pick. You know, everybody knows that school he came from, right? Exactly. You know, Benny would tell you that 10 times if he was here on the show. But, I mean, like 88 to 96, uh, great numbers, lots of tackles, you know, some some game-changing plays. And everybody knows with Benny Blades here on the show, it's all about mentality. It's all about love of the game. It's all about putting that work in and, and doing things on the football field, imposing your will on another man. So he, he did that. And like I said, at 31 years old, he left the Lions with the Seattle Seahawks. So I, I, I'm i just guessing, but I'm sure throughout Benny's time with Detroit, you know, especially when he was playing that Pro Bowl quality football, when he was really, you know, at the top of his game, I'm sure there was some very interesting negotiations with the Lions when it came to his, his contract, his pay. Obviously, the pay was way different back in the day in the NFL, but I'm sure those were very interesting. But it probably came to a point where Benny thought he had more left and the Lions thought it was time to move on. You often hear me here on the show, as he calls me the GM of the show, say, yeah, you got to know when it's time to move on from these guys. And you hear Benny always wanting to pay the old guys, pay me for pay people for what they did in the past, rather than me trying to project forward and say, like, is this guy going to be good the next few years when we give him this money? Is he going to be in the prime of his career athletically? And if not... You know, do you, you got to move on a lot of times, despite maybe the type of guy, what they've done for the city. Like, some of that does come into play. Like, if you can still play the game and you're a great citizen and you're a legend in the town, yeah, sometimes they will overpay for you um, in those areas. But a lot of times it's, what have you done for me lately? How are you playing right now? How, um, how are you going to play in the future? Not what you have done. And a player is usually coming there going, hey, look, the last two years I was a Pro Bowl player caliber player i did this that and the other and the and the team is going yeah we appreciate that and we paid you for that and now you want us to pay you a ton more for that but we want to know what you're going to give us moving forward what kind of teammate are you going to be what can we expect are we going to be able to keep you on the field once we cut this check 
um, in regards to injuries and whatnot. So I, I think it's a really tough game because the players put it all on the line. They really do. You know, it's um, the team wouldn't be where they're at without having good football players. So you have to pay the high quality guys what they're worth. The best thing you can do is get ahead of it, you know, pay them before they, they really do some dynamic things rather than wait for them to play at the top of their game and then have to cut the check. But that's a hard dance a lot of times to play between player, organization, money, cap, the rest of the team. You know, there's some really good players on these football teams, but we need we need 52 other guys as well to be out there. So we can't pay people exorbitantly and not have money to spread around. But you also can't go cheap on every single you know, top-notch talent because they will go somewhere else and there will be a market for them. But where you can go cheap where you can control your salary cap and don't have to dip into free agency as much as the NFL draft. My favorite event of the year, the greatest thing I think in sports where these teams are vying for these young talents coming out of college, you have to project who's going to be good before they're good. (laughs) You can't wait for three, four years and say, Oh man, that guy's good. Yeah. Everybody knows already. You got to actually try to get ahead of the game and say, this player, I think not only is going to be good, this is a franchise piece that I'm willing to take a first, second, third round pick, whatever it is, and make them a five, six, seven, eight year player uh, on my organization and somebody that changes the changes the organization top to bottom, whether that be a quarterback, which is the biggest spot and gets the biggest paychecks, or whether it's a guy like Benny that played, you know, strong safety linebacker but man was the heartbeat of that defense and was a guy that didn't take any crap in the locker room and somebody that you know was a really integral piece so you know he would be a guy that you would have to consider paying based for everything he brought on and off the field and just that mentality as well as his play in between the white lines so I think that like I say it's a it's a dance it's something that's really hard to do but if you nail in the draft you have those guys cost controlled you know and yeah it does take Guys, you know, a couple of years usually to turn it on. But in the NFL, you know, a first round contract, you have the five years available to you. You know, years after that, you're looking at four year deals. And yeah, if a guy really blows up and plays incredible, he's probably going to be looking for another contract a year or two before that's up. But if he's really playing incredible and he's giving you selling merch and doing all the things you're looking for, you got no issue paying a guy like that, you know, uh, giving him what he's looking for. So, I'm not a big proponent of free agency. I feel like there are young guys or guys looking for second contracts that are worth it, but you know, people on their third deal or guys that are reaching that age of 30, 32 years old, you kind of just need to steer clear and take a gamble on a younger guy, in my humble opinion. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was kind of like, what's an NFL negotiation feel like? How does it really go down? You know, unfortunately, as much as I love to be in scouting or be in a front office or see how some of this happens, I, I've never really seen it. I mean, I can imagine it's pretty cutthroat because I see business people and people in my life that are just, you know, they just really, you know, they almost like just don't care about anything if it doesn't impact them. So I could see them, you know, NFL scouts, GMs, whatever, being similar. Hey, it's about the team. It's about what we want. We really don't care a ton about you at the end of the day. And and that's sad. You know, you would hope that it would kind of be 
little give and take a little bit of the player understanding the, where the team's coming from and the team being like, Hey, this is a human being. You know what I mean? Like we do have to consider all that when it comes down to it. So I think, you know, I think the NFL is kind of a nasty game though. Like I was saying, I think that I can't imagine these negotiations being too detailed. It's probably between agent GM, whatever, and being much more like, hey, this is where we have you pegged. This is why. The the agent being like, well, I think, you know, he's much more valued than that, and here's why. And then they try to come to an agreement. Uh, the player probably leans on their agent quite a bit. The agent is tasked to make sure he knows value and can be able to, to get contracts done. Closing deals is really important. You know, you can't have somebody that's just – Wishy-washy, you need somebody that can actually come in, get get a good contract for the player, keep them out of it, keep them focused on what they need to focus on. And then the organization has to protect their butt too. You know, they got to be able to sign guys and show the owner years later, wow, what a great signing that was. Or man, that looks like a really cheap deal now. When we signed it, it would look like a big deal. You know, those are all things that come into play. Um, but man, would I love to see one. I've said for years, I'd love to see like a documentary or even a movie done with the real behind the scenes, you know, I feel like Hard Knocks or the show on Amazon is really played up. You know, it's just different things that you see, what they want you to see. I would love to really see what goes down and really be in on the the arguments. I want to see people screaming at each other. I want to see, you know, guys talking bad about a player behind the scenes. You know, I want to see a player giving it to a GM or head coach and saying, you guys aren't treating me right. You're not using me right. And this is why that would be dynamic, but we never see that. We always hear the, you know, he's a great person, a great player in the public. That's what you hear. The player always says, Oh, I love the team, the organization, but really, I mean, if we want to be serious about it, free agency at the end of the day, I mean, it's all about the money. I mean, and this is the inside reaction when a GM is able to lock down a really good player for long years at a dollar amount that they like. <laughs> I think that's what they think a lot of times. And, and maybe a player's reaction when he thinks he got a team to pay him a ton more than they should have. <laughs> Like I said, I think it works both ways. I mean, we've all seen the players that got paid crazy and we knew weren't that good. We've all seen a good contract that we liked and a player do decent. You know, Benny Blades, like I say, I, I think he got, you know, if he was on here, I'm sure he would tell you he didn't get what he should have got from the Detroit Lions. But I do think he did sign on the dotted line each year with the Lions and uh, was willing to take that check every game check or week you know whenever it was you know whenever Benny would I don't know visit this <laughs> actually that's not the drop I want that might have been what Benny was saying and feeling when he saw all the zeros <laughs> that were on that contract but what I really wanted to hit was Benny you know what he does he's, he's, he's going to the pay window going to the pay one going to the pay one Going to the pay one. And as Benny would say, there was a lot of players that never deserved to go to the pay window. Going to the pay one. 
<laughs> he would straight up tell him, I don't know why you're going there. I don't know why you're trying to get that check. You didn't earn it. But we all know Benny Blades earned it right here on Believe in Lions with Benny Blades. He always earned his money. I'm sure he did and believes that he deserved more. And I'm sure he did both for what he brought to the team and, and the type of person he was. And I'm sure he was also compensated well. He's living down there in big South Beach doing big things in a big old mansion, I'm sure. Benny would probably kill me if you heard me saying that right now. But uh, I'm sure he's living good. He has the wonderful Mrs. Blades there who makes him all these wonderful meals. One of the nicest ladies I've ever met, as well as Benny, one of the greatest guys uh, I know as far as just easy to talk to, fun, engaging personality. So I'm sure he's doing just well for himself, as you can tell, because he's too big time for the show. I mean, he's, he's out there making that money. money, money, money. Benny Blaze out there with like two, three, four, five, six jobs. Doesn't have any time to come on here on Believe in Lions, but that's okay. Like I said, I got his back. I'm taking care of this right now. I'm having the show. But I assume he's doing well when it, when it came to the, the, the bankroll as well as he did well when he was in the National Football League. But the NFL, too, this is just a side note. I do think they need to take care of their players a little bit better. You know, they make billions with a B of dollars, you know, on the game and on the, the TV rights and all this money. You think they would just take care of them and their health and their pensions and whatever it may be a bit better than they do. I feel like that's something that could definitely get fixed. No doubt about it. I'm sure Benny would agree with that. No doubt about it. But uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. This might be a little bit of a shorter show. Like I said, I had to go off the off the cuff without Mr. Blades here. But, uh, you know, a negotiation, I bet it's a lot simpler than we think. But I do think the salary cap is pretty messy. Again, as much as I want to be a GM and stuff, I'm definitely not a bean counter. I'm not a guy that loves the minute details that go into both contracts or the CBA or the salary cap per se. But I am in a few fantasy leagues that where you actually like pay guys on real NFL contracts, multi-year. You have to balance that 180 million every year, and that is really fun for me because there are guys I will trade just based on not wanting that contract. There are guys that I will acquire, not even because they're that good of a player, but they have upside, and I like the contract that they are under. So that stuff does really intrigue me. But when you're reading byline 6A about some nuanced, you know, loophole in the contract, that gets kind of ridiculous and, and leave that to other people. Like Mike Disner, the Diz, as uh, Chris Spielman calls him, who's doing all that uh, type of work and, and probably takes a liking to that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's it's very interesting to me. There's no doubt about it. Now, let, let, let's go ahead and let's take a quick pause. I, I, I want to get our other sponsor in here. Give me a moment here. Because over the last couple weeks, I mean, we've been blessed here on the show to have a brand new sponsor. It's one of my favorite companies in the world, and that's eBay. And they're also sponsoring us talking about eBay sneakers. And I'm a sneakerhead. I got Jordans everywhere. I'm always collecting those vintage shoes. So it's just amazing to have eBay on here and talking about the amazing thing they do with their sneakers on their website. So... Let me just take a brief moment to talk about eBay even more. I mean, whether it's rare dead stock or the latest release, you can find the exact shoe you're looking for 
at eBay. As the original marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by an independent professional authenticators. I mean, they don't mess around. You get great stuff on eBay. Just, you know, they, they make sure it's genuine, guaranteed. It's just, it's authentic. I mean, and for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay... I mean, they've eliminated all seller fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell or even flip your collection. So here's what you guys need to do. If you love sneakers, you love eBay, you got to go to ebay.com sneakers today. That's eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. So everybody... Just please go check them out. I mean, I know there's probably a lot of people listening that are big-time eBay sellers. I know there's a lot of people listening that love shoes, whether it be basketball shoes, designer shoes, um, everything under the sun, those vintage sneaks that you're looking for, those classics that they don't make anymore, but you remember from back in the day. You got to go check out eBay for all those, no doubt about it. So uh, please go do that. We love them sponsoring the show. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate you guys supporting them as well. Let's dive back into some more free agent talk, some more Lions stuff. And uh, like I say, I wanted to get the inside scoop from Benny Blades. One of my questions was going to be, do players still play once they get pizzayed? Now, I got a buddy. Again, I would name him, but every time I name him on the show or I have an interesting take, the guy gives me crap saying I misrepresented or I, I didn't say exactly what he meant. So I'm not going to give his name. He, he knows who he is if he hears this. He'll probably still text me or call me up and give me some garbage about this. But I have a buddy who has a rule, basically, that he will not take people in fantasy or will not support, basically, players that just got a big contract feels like a big contract means you're going to you're going to put your feet up, you're not going to be as good as you were. I'm sure they make a couple exceptions to that rule, but overall told me time and time again, year after year that not trying to acquire people in fantasy football or not trying to get people on his own favorite team that have just signed a big deal cuz you're not going to get the type of production, the type of effort, the type of you know, play that you're looking for. He wants the guys that haven't been paid yet. He wants guys that are still looking for that big contract and think that's going to, what's going to bring the best out of players. And I've always balked at that. I've always been like, ah, you know, I, I don't, I mean, if the guy's a premier talent, it doesn't matter to me if he just got paid. He's just, he's a, he's a top athlete. He's a top of his game. Of course he would get paid. He's not going to just shut it down because one thing these players recognize is that when you play well, they pay well, both on the field and in sponsorships. So the better you play, the more money you make across the board. So I think that, you know, there is a group of folks where you see them when they get paid, Jamie Collins, that you know they're going to be spotty, hit or miss, not give you that type of effort. And we know who those players are on other teams, too. You got to be 
tactical about it. Like I often say, there's no rule. Oh, you can't take a tight end in the top 10. Oh, you can't do this. You can't, um, you know, you can't build around this type of player, that type of player, or you can't, you know, pay a guy because then he's going to fall off the mat. These are not rules in the national football. These are things that, yeah, you can use a bunch of examples and say, well, for the last 20 years, you know, this position has proven to be, okay, but what about the next guy that comes along? What about the guy I'm talking about right now instead of the 20 other guys you're bringing up that aren't on my team that I don't have to deal with and that are long past from years ago? So I always take it you know, line by line. So again, I've talked about Saquon Barkley a lot. He's had a lot of injuries. I often pronounce it Saquon Barkley. But like if if he got paid, I'm not going to worry about Saquon putting his feet up or giving half effort because he's not that type of guy. He's a, he's a premier athlete in a big time market that can run, catch, score touchdowns. And if he can get over his injury issues, he's going to be trying to play good ball. So his market value and his stock as a top player in the NFL to be on the posters, the magazines, the promos, um, the commercials are going to be what he wants in addition to what he makes on the field. So uh, that's just one example I'm throwing out. Now, there also are guys where, like I say, I don't have one on the tip of my tongue, but we've all seen them where they sign for big money just because they were the next quarterback up or just because they were, uh, they had a big year right before free agency. Somebody pays them crazy. You're like, man, that guy's never going to be that good. He's never going to live up to that. We all seen that before, and that's a unique case as well. So anytime you're going to say, oh, every player gets paid is just going to, you know, mail it in. No. And every player that hasn't been paid yet doesn't mean they're going to work to the bone either. So I think that it's not will a player play once he gets paid. It's what what is this play? Who is this player? What he What is he about? What's his football character? What's his grit? As Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes would say, that's what's going to depend on what they do with the money, once they have the money, if we're going to give them the money, all those things that come into play. So it's about the player, not about, oh, they sign, now they're going to just suck. No, that's not how it works. So got to avoid the absolutes in the NFL and sports and life in general, because just because something was one way up. A, a lot doesn't mean it's always going to be that way moving forward or it's going to be that way in this particular situation unique cases unique situations yeah you can use past and present to help you make decisions but it doesn't mean it's going to be right just because it was that way 10 years ago it doesn't mean it's going to be right because you guess and you're like this is a not a can't miss guy we're going to pay him okay you might miss that's just how it happens that's how it works so you know i i don't subscribe to that but you do have to be meticulous prudent particular when you're who do we pay how much do we pay him when do we pay them? Those are all definitely big things to consider, both in free agency or just in the league in general, no doubt about it. So, you know, was going to ask Benny how he would approach free agency in 2021. People have heard my thoughts. You can hear me on this show as well as the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, which is a show I put out twice a week. Wednesdays and Fridays is normally when that drops and uh, have a bunch of fun on that show, playing drops, you know, have different guests on really fun to uh, chop it up. So please go check that out wherever you listen. But people have heard me on there talk about, you know, yeah, the, I don't want the Lions to go out and, and spend a bunch of money or make big commitments to aging veterans right now while they're rebuilding 
but I also don't want them or don't think they're just going to sit there on their hands and do nothing. That doesn't happen. You know, they're going to pick and choose, make a few sneaky signings, bring in some young cats. You know, they even brought in Tyrell Williams recently, a unique receiver. He's not necessarily young, but he's a interesting signing at, you know, around four or five million dollars. You know, when it's all said and done on a one year deal, he's basically a number two or number three receiver in the NFL. And, he could be a two or a top guy with the Lions based on where they're at with receivers right now. So, you know, they're going to make moves like that, which make you go, hmm, hmm, I wonder what how that's going to work. That's what you're going to say to most of the things that Brad Holmes does here early in this retool, as he's calling it. And the you make your money in the draft in the first three or four rounds is where you really make your money five six and seven is where you find those depth those gritty players those guys that make the bottom of your roster and end up finding a gem now and again so my approach i'm sure benny would say right now where the lions are at they're just gonna sort of pick and choose they're gonna be smart they're not gonna be one of the big teams that are talked about but when cap space opens up for them in the next two or three years and they have a couple drafts under their belt, the Lions have really never been very timid to go out and pay people and try to find the right people. The problem is they just haven't found the right players and people. So hopefully that's changed now with the GM, the head coach, the, the bright, exciting position coaches that are getting their first opportunities. Maybe we got it right that time. And maybe this year in the draft, we get it right this time. And maybe in free agency, we pick up a few sneaky guys that end up being ball players for this team. I mean, that's why I B-L-E-A-V in the Lions. So I think that could happen. I mean, I think when you're talking about free agent positions, we probably have hit on this before, but it, with it, a week and a half away, we might as well hit on it again. Off the top of my head, when you're thinking about positions for the Lions, we'll start on defense. You need an edge rusher or two. You need to kind of revamp your interior rushers if you move on from Danny Shelton, Nick Williams. You need to find guys that are a bit more penetrating, not just hold the point of attack type guys. Definitely need, I don't know, about seven new linebackers because I'm done with every linebacker basically on this team. I don't, I threw out a little bit hope for Jared Davis. I feel like his athleticism size and his want to, if you can put him in the right spots and coach him up, I think he's a guy worth considering keeping but Tavai, Jamie Collins Christian Jones I mean whoever else is on that linebacker core they can all go because that scheme is gone I supported you long enough I've seen what I need to see you can't play you can't run you can't cover you can't tackle you can't play for my team but we need some linebackers free agency or the draft uh, moving over to corners, you already got rid of Trufant. You're probably going to get rid of Justin Coleman. You know, other guys can go. You're going to need to replenish. And corner is a spot. Don't think you're good with, with Okuda and AO. I want to see a really good slot corner brought on this team. I want to see a 3-4-5 type corner brought on this team. I want to see depth on this team at corner. I want to see safeties added to this team because Tracy Walker is still a big question mark, in my opinion, based on what he showed so far question mark with upside no doubt about it Deron Harmon showed me that he just can't get it done you know had high hopes for him he can't get it done and Will Harris hasn't got it done but I have kind of sneaky 
very hopeful, very BLEAV thoughts for Will Harris still, where most people just hate the player. I still think he could bring some things to the table. So, yeah, you got plenty of positions you can upgrade in free agency or the draft on defense, on offense. I mean, I'm looking at right guard, right tackle, backup tight end to go with TJ Hawkinson and uh, Bryant, who I think might be fun to watch if he can ever stay healthy and stay out there. And we need some backup at the running back spot. I feel like we need a guy that can do similar things to DeAndre Swift. I don't know, like Mike Davis, maybe, or Marlon Mack, maybe. Um, and then we need a we need a pounder. You know, there's still a spot in the NFL for a guy that can pick up those short yardage, can get you touchdowns when you're inside the five, and can bang some bodies around. And the Lions don't have that either. So I'd go out and get a kid like Stevenson from Oklahoma late in the draft, about 250 pounds. You know, and, and then I'd like I said, we need a pass catcher as well. A guy like a, what the Riddick was back in the day. Just nobody can cover him. Swift is that guy, but you need another guy that just is a matchup nightmare from the running back position. And everybody knows we need wide receivers. You know, we got Tyrell Williams. We got Quintez Cephas right now. That's about it. So if they move on from Kenny Galladay, I'm not opposed to them taking a, a wide receiver in round one, if it makes sense. But there are lots, and I'm talking about lots of receivers going to be in free agency that I like and lots of receivers in the mid rounds. I'm talking rounds three, four, five in the NFL draft. So those, those are the kind of positions of need. As the GM of the show, I need to look at need, I need to look at player, I need to look at cap, I need to look at what, I, where I'm trying to go, who I'm trying to bring in, why I'm trying to bring them in. And Benny Blades, as the player, if he was on the show, would probably talk about the money. money, 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 money. Because he's trying to get to the pay window, he's trying to get as much as he can, and I don't blame players for trying to get as much as they can, because you do not play that long in the NFL the not for long league and you got to do what you got to do. I get it. So they, they got to get their contracts. They get their, their line. Yep. Their money. And I respect it. So we'll see what the lions do. I'm excited. We'll see what happens with Mr. Blades. If we can get him back on here in the next bit. Cause I would love to pick his brain about what really went down when he moved to the Seahawks in 1997, how it went down, how some of those contract negotiations really happened. Is it all about the money or is it about the love of the game? Once you get paid a nice salary, do you put it in cruise control or do you not? I'll hopefully get a chance to talk to him about all that stuff. But like I say, he's a busy man. Lots of things going on. We're going to try to keep bringing you Believe in Lions. I just want to get you guys some contact, get our great sponsors in here, and talk some Lions football because that's what I love to do. I love coming on here and just chopping it up, talking ball with Benny Blades and uh, with all you guys listening. Just really appreciate it. So hit that subscribe button. Share this with a friend. B-L-E-A-V in the Lions. It's going to be a fun offseason and very interesting as they rebuild this team, hopefully into a winner and a champion. That's what we all want. So everybody take care. Have a great weekend. I know Mr. Blades is in here, but I would know that he would want me to say this at the end of the show. What right? What right? What right? What right? Benny Blades, for all those great Lions fans out there, one point. Everybody, take care. I'm out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm a darn well get respect, and I'm going to demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.